Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. It's your boy Sully on the Excuse Me podcast, Maximize the Moment podcast. And today we're talking about the insatiable, right? So I was looking at fire and it's insatiable nature. That means it's it's nature not to, to be satisfied. It's never satisfied. It's unquenched in its design and its desire. It's unceasing hunger. Fire has an appetite that goes unfulfilled, right? Like when there is a fire, there's usually another element that has to be imposed on the fire to actually put it out. Whether it's the lack of oxygen, whether it's the additive of water or baking soda or whatever type of fire it is, usually fire in itself, there has to be another element that slows down the fire because it's insatiable. It keeps eating and eating and eating. It has a desire to just continue to grow inherently by the nature of what it is. And us as humanity, us as human beings, us as Christians, us as just people, we have ability to habit stack insatiable habits, desires that never are fulfilled, never are satisfied. Habits like pornography, habits like greed, habits like social media and drugs. There is an insatiable need to be liked, an insatiable need to fill it, a perpetual hamster wheel, if you will. I myself have fallen prey to things that after all the expense and all the man hours, although it would seem relatively satisfying in the moment, they were not, the needs were not met or were not attained. And a lot of these things foster a connection. They foster an intimacy. They foster relationship and a relationship that could be hard to walk away from because it's hard to walk away from things that you are intimate with. There is a brilliance in a system where there is a perceived gain only to reach the pinnacle and you find out that you're really in the same place or worse off than you started with. And all these things had me thinking of the hunger of hell, the insatiable nature of hell as a place, a place that glorifies sin and bathes in torment for eternity. The increasing and unfulfilled darkness that dwells there and how the characteristics of these things that we battle with daily are similar to the perpetual nature and output of of just being insatiable. Matthew 25, 26 says, and it talks about eternal punishment. It talks an eternal meaning lasting forever or without end. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 9 speaks of everlasting destruction and the shut out from the presence of the Lord. This highlights the disconnection from what is good, which is God's presence in our lives. Matthew 13 50 talks of blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Mark 9 43 talks of going to hell where the fire never goes out, like never goes out. And Revelation talks about the fiery lake. And then 2 Peter 2 speaks uh, for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. So you see all the characteristics building up. You see darkness, you see flames, gnashings of teeth, everlasting torment and the burning there is no wonder that when we follow the things or desires of this world there is still an absence of feeling an absence of fulfillment 
the absence of a full life. And when we turn created things into the essence of life, then we miss out on life itself. Following everything God created instead of him who created it, we can only be satisfied when we hinge ourselves to God, thusly having the opportunity to, to experience his fullness. Let's look at some examples. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. He separated the light from the darkness. Let's pause for a second. Where there was a void, God created and created complete goodness because he himself is fullness. Its completeness is goodness. And many of us try to get full. We try to become satisfied with the things that are inherently insatiable. They themselves don't provide feeling. They are themselves unsatisfying. They themselves are not made of fullness. They themselves are what they are. This, there is no reciprocity. There is no exchange. There is no mutual benefit. And when we attach ourselves to the designer of all things, we experience the fullness that is necessary for our lives. John chapter 6, verse 25 to 35. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me. Not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, what, we, what must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, what sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you bread from heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This sounds a little familiar. John 4, Jesus is engaging with the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. In verse, this principle that I am elaborating on is not a new one. We may be in different times, but our habits, our habits as humanity, they rhyme. We may be in different times, but our habits as humanity, they rhyme. When we tend to look for life through travel, pleasure, music, food, idols, athletics, ourselves, and other elements that do not equate to the fullness of life, but life is found in Christ. Life equates to Christ. The author of life is where the eternal fullness that our spirits seek continually is found. We cannot find something from where it does not originally 
derived from. It's like you go into the grocery store and your favorite box of cereal is gone. You want more of it and the store cannot receive it, but when it receives it from the factory where the cereal is made or originally created. Or it's like going to church on Sunday and feeling empty all week and going back to church on Sunday and then feeling empty on week all week just to repeat the cycle over and over again because you're not building a relationship with God, but with the pastor. Now that might have been a little too honest for this podcast, but 1 Corinthians 3 says, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 talks about brothers and sisters. I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who still who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. Too many Christians are followers thriving off spiritual milk and not growing to mature in solid food of the Spirit because they are relying on fulfillment to come from somewhere else instead of a full relationship with God on a daily basis. We have a natural spiritual hunger that can only be satisfied, that can only be satiated by God who can provide the abundance of nourishment we need to grow. We need to grow and sustain amidst the trying daily adversities that we face. Just as much as there is vast emptiness surrounding the desires of this world, there is eternal fullness within the kingdom of God. When do we become unsatisfied with the things that do not satisfy? When do we become unsatisfied with the things that do not satisfy. When I was in Latin America, I saw some beautiful, beautiful things and saw some not some beautiful things. I saw jaw-dropping landscapes and heartbreaking poverty that both seemed to come in abundance. With poverty comes hunger, a hunger that drives people to death, to violence, to driving, a driving spirit that can overcome their circumstances. I saw people doing whatever they could to survive, even if it meant jeopardizing their life. Because life was in the next meal. Life was in hope of something better, anything better than the reality they were currently existing in. And see, when you're hungry, you continue to drive through anything in your way until the appetite is subsided. Let me give you another example. When we eat certain foods that are not good for us or do not provide any substance, we get what's called empty calories. Empty. They, they're not full of nutrients that are involved. They are, there's no added growth or value. We as Christians, as believers, can be twofold. We can be hungry looking for spiritual food in wrong places, gaining empty calories or not appreciating the richness the riches of food that has been given to us, the bread sent from heaven that we did not earn or deserve, resting on our laurels. So we sit at the table waiting for someone else to feed us. As Christians, our hope is in Christ. Our hope is not in the world or the things happening around us. Our faith yields a desire. It yields a desire for God that can creates relationships with God that in turn begins to manifest his will in our life that never returns void. It never returns empty. Build a relationship with Christ and he will fill you in ways unimaginable, although your situation may be something you never imagined it to be. Life is in Christ. Life is not in the elements that are around us, although they add 
to life. They can add to positive things in our lives and negative things in our lives, but they are not life itself. Stop and take a hard look at what eternal benefits the choices you are making bring and how what you do every minute of the day reflects the kingdom of God. And I'll see you guys next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it. I'll be praying for y'all. Money.